the sun, therefore shall make you free. Ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 7th, 2011. And today, uh, I don't know how far I'll get because it's a 50-page study. (laughs) A lot of news in the last couple weeks that needs to be covered. And uh, if I wait much longer to do it, it's going to be kind of like after the fact. So I'm going to try to get through as much of this as I can, but a... The, the first part is going to be regarding the Super Congress that was just passed recently and the implications for what that means for Americans, essentially. And then we're going to segue into a study on the Norway shooter and regarding you know, his supposed Christianity and a lot of the implications that has also for Bible-believing Christians, because there's a lot of ways that that will impact Bible-believing Christians. It, it intertwines with a lot of things going on in America as well. And then from that point, segueing into different um, subjects regarding um, the military, the uh, being uh, the homosexual indoctrination in the military. Um, the military actually is now identifying Bible believers as a national security threat, and I've got all the proof to, um, there was a recent uh, council held that just for that specific subject, and I'm going to actually give you the documentation for that. Uh, the New York City Public School Gay Tolerance Campaign, Dallas Willard and Richard Foster warning the new emerging theology Reads Atheism and a Generation of Young People. These are just some of the titles of some of the things we'll be covering. Review of the Harry Potter new movie. Uh, Harry's Last Battles, that abomination we'll be talking about. And then um, uh, a just a lot of different current events. And then ending in a teaching on the DNA vaccines that are now being openly Broadcast, And this was the big thing that I had talked about before on all the studies I've done pertaining to vaccinations. Uh, the ultimate goal is to corrupt the DNA of mankind. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And in the days of Noah, that was why God had to wipe out the whole earth, save eight people. Because their seed, the seed of mankind, had been corrupted. Their DNA had been corrupted. And um, that's we're going to cover that that study in depth. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, uh, aborted fetal cell DNA that they grow the vaccinations off, and their correlation there with autism. And we're going to talk about the vaccine manufacturers themselves. They, this um, cadre of of just pure evil. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about genetic genocide and a lot of the cloning, and a lot of the things that they're doing right now. I mean, it is so out of control that it defies... You almost have to have the documentation set in front of you, and this is why I give you the PDFs for each of the teachings, so you can go through and see that I'm not making this stuff up. (laughs) This is stuff that's just out there, documentable, As the New World Order progresses, they're becoming more and more flagrant to the point where they don't care anymore what 
is really being said. There's really not much more of a cover-up out there anymore. It's so far out in the open. And what this does is it just confirms the last five years or what, however long I've been putting up teachings of what we've been saying all along leading up to this. And um, that that's pretty much it. There's a lot of other little topics, subtopics within what I'm talking about that we're going to cover as well, but that's kind of give you a rundown. Um, again, I don't know how many long this is going to take me, but it's, it's going to be quite a while to cover 50 pages. But it's a very important study regarding just breaking current events and how it, uh, how it impacts Bible-believing Christians. So just to start out with uh, some Bible verses for today, Psalm 94 verse 20 says, and again, this portion of Scripture is going to heavily relate to a lot of what we're talking about now with the Super Congress and a lot of other things that we're talking about. You know, the protection of gays and, and, and the... Um, you know, the abortions, uh, you know, the, the uh, mass abortions of babies by Planned Parenthood, and things like that. Uh, the Bible says one of them to call evil good and good evil. And this is what our government is systematically doing more and more and more of every day. The New World Order, essentially, working through the government, not just the American government, but governments all over the world. They're calling evil good and good evil. And... The Bible says evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy 3.13, and that's the day and time we're living in, essentially. They're waxing, which means growing worse and worse. So Psalm 94 verse 20 says, Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law. That's where we're at today. It's a throne of iniquity. Uh, Obama's throne, if you will. Okay, And I understand he's a puppet on a string doing his bidding for his Illuminati puppet masters. But just for argument's sake, Obama's throne of iniquity. It says, Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? And then it says, Which frameth mischief by a law. They frame, you know, like you've heard of the framers of the Constitution. Well, they're framing this mischief, this evil, this iniquity, all of these unbelievably horrific laws that are being passed down. They're framing mischief by law. And then it goes on to say, they gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous. See, this is a big reason why they're doing this. It's, yes, partly due to greed. The love of money is the root of all evil. But ultimately, it is to wipe out the remnant Christians on the planet. That's what their ultimate goal would be. I mean, they've got everyone else. Satan has everyone else. Sure, he wants to wipe them out too. But first things come first, you know, for Satan. And he would rather see all of us, the remnant Christians, wiped out. And thus not be able to, you know, fulfill a lot of, th- a lot of the things talked about in Daniel and Revelation. The, the, the remnant Christians and the Jewish race totally wiped off the planet. It's not going to happen. But they gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my defense, and God is the rock of my refuge. Now, that's something that you would want to keep in the forefront of your mind. Whenever you look at material like this, or in today's study, you don't want to get your eyes off the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, you don't want to do that. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Okay? Philippians 4.13. And we want to keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ and not... 
you know, what time I am afraid I will trust in thee, Psalm 56.3. Because we can get our eyes on the situation and then just get all freaked out and crazy and, and you know, um, start moving out of the fear of man. And the fear of man bringeth a snare, according to the Bible. The fear of God, though, is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. So if you don't have fear of the Lord, you need to pray for it. Something that, you know, you need to pray for. And so that's where our fear needs to be, fear of the Lord, not fear of man. But at the same time, the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And then it says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will be a priest to thee no more. Thou shalt be a priest to me no more. And I will also reject thy children. I'm kind of paraphrasing there, but that's what it essentially says. And if you're just going by what the TV is telling you or the mass corrupted satanic media, you are getting lies. You're getting half-truths and outright lies. You're not getting the truth. How can you expect an organization that is literally controlled by Satan's um, minions, Rupert Murdoch for one, the media is totally controlled you know, by wicked, evil, I mean, I'm talking mass media, you know, what puts out probably, you know, 99% of the news that gets out to the, the world. Of course, I know alternative news is making a lot of inroads to that, but a lot of the alternative news is not Christian-based and, and way off base as a result of that. So you have to be really careful what you glean. But these wicked alternative uh, or these wicked news media sources are, are giving you lies, and, and people are being deceived, and they are being destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, they're not being told the truth. They're, they're being destroyed on so many different levels: body, soul, and spirit, essentially. That I mean, and we've covered tons of these, but there's no way I can mention them all now. There's there's too many. There's literally thousands of ways. People are being destroyed for lack of knowledge in the day and time we're living in. And even if it was just affecting you physically, even if it was just affecting your body, like the vaccinations and the fluoridated water and the chlorine in the water, and, I mean, you could go on and on and on about all the things they're doing to destroy our body. And a lot of this is to also dumb us down. I just saw a report today about fluoride um, that they put in the water which is a totally toxic poison. It was originally developed as rat poison, and it still is in rat poison, sodium fluoride, but they also put it in the toothpaste. And that's why it says on the back of your toothpaste, if you have fluoridated toothpaste, you can look and check to see for yourself, that if you swallow more than um, whatever you would put on your toothbrush, a dollop or whatever it is, call Poison Control Center. You know, Eat a whole pa- paste of tooth. Uh, eat a whole tube of toothpaste, and you'll see. I mean, you're going to be dead. That's enough to kill you. I'm not saying it would necessarily, but it is enough to kill an adult. Everybody reacts to poisons differently, but and don't try it. Obviously, I'm just kidding. But just one of the many ways. But even if it was just that you were being destroyed for lack of knowledge regarding your health which is a huge, gigantic problem. We're body, soul, and spirit. But, 
you're only as strong as the weakest link in your chain. So if you feel like terrible because you're being destroyed for lack of knowledge regarding your health, then how effective are you going to be for the Lord? And how many less years are you going to have on this earth to even work for the Lord? Pray. I'm just kind of pointing out the obvious, you know. These are things that I believe the Lord shown me early on and, and over the years more and more. So, again, back to Psalm 94, verse 22. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge, and he shall bring upon them their own iniquity. See, this is going to be what's in store for the wicked. He shall bring upon them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord shall cut them off. That's, that's their end, and ultimately it's going to be hell in the, hell in the lake of fire. Now, because, and I'm not talking about my listeners or the remnant Christians out there, but not to say they're not, they haven't had the wool pull over their, pulled over their eyes as well, and that's why I believe this ministry exists, at least in part. But for the most part, if you look at the lukewarm Christian corporate 501c3 Church of America, okay, the frozen chosen. You know, they got their bro cream religion, a little dabble do you. And they're sitting there warming a pew, and they're totally uneducated about these issues. They have no clue what's coming. They think everything's going to be, you know, whatever. They're doing nothing for God, essentially. Now, I'm, again, I'm not making a blanket about every single Christian, obviously. I'm talking about the majority. Obviously, the majority. This portion of Daniel, I really believe, applies to that particular majority. Daniel 9.13, as it is written in the law of Moses, all evil is come upon us. Yet we made not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. See, most people that call themselves a Christian don't even have a clue about what's really coming. Why are they going to pray to God if they don't even have a clue they've done anything wrong? Or at least their consciences are seared with a hot iron that they don't even, it's not even registering anymore. And again, it's part of why God said in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, it said, for this cause God shall, which is in regard to the end times that we're moving in, into, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Warming a pew at some 501c3 corporate church that isn't even preaching truth, isn't warning the people, isn't doing... I mean, that's kind of like having pleasure in unrighteousness. To a certain degree. So let me read that last verse again. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us, yet... We made not our prayer before the Lord our God. So, see, I see all this evil coming. You know, I, I think all of you can see it as well. All this, and the Bible predicts it, clearly. And yet you have the audacity of like these people like the Dominionists and, and those that would say, oh no, no, it's going to just get better and better and better. So much so that Jesus Christ is going to have no choice but to come back and set his throne up on earth. And really... Revelation and all the stuff in Daniel it doesn't even apply. The stuff that's talked about, you know, in, in other parts of the Bible, just not Daniel and Revelation, but 
regarding the end times? Well, they become a law unto themselves. They, they've, you know, thrown out gigantic portions or ignored gigantic portions of Scripture, essentially saying they don't apply. But it says, All this evil has come upon us, yet we made not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. See, so he's not going to show you his truth unless you pray to him in sincerity, and then, then you can turn from your iniquities and understand his truth. But if you make no effort toward that end, he's not just going to, you know, force something upon you. Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us, which is really what I see coming to America and the world at large. I mean, there's so much wickedness going on in America. And I just don't see the church hardly making any impact toward it. The abortion mills, the sodomites taken over, the pornography industry, uh, particularly in California. I mean, you could go on and on and on. Just a lot of stuff we expose on a week-to-week basis. Not saying I'm the only one doing it, okay? I'm saying there's a lot of other ministries that do it as well. As a watchman, all you're really doing is your reasonable service by exposing it. It's not like I'm saying I'm doing anything extraordinary or that I'm so special. I'm not saying that at all. Just kind of reasonable service stuff. Obvious reasonable service stuff. So therefore the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. And this is why I believe why Jesus said, Pray that you be accounted worthy, regarding these end times that we're moving into, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Jesus said to pray for that. So it's not because, you know, well, you know, I'm trying to weasel out of something. Jesus Christ said to pray for it. But there's probably very few that are praying for that because they don't think anything bad's going to happen. Or they're ill-informed or, you know. Therefore the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord is our God, our God is righteous in all his works which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice. So I just felt when I read that, it just seemed that that very much applied to the day and times we're living in. Regarding both secular, the secular nation, I mean I I can only speak from an American standpoint because I live here, and also the lukewarm Christianity standpoint of America. So let's go further. Let's get into the study today regarding the Super Congress. And if you haven't heard about this, this is probably the most horrific piece of legislation that has ever passed in America. Now, I don't want to compare it to Roe versus Wade, okay? Because that's the killing of babies, mass extermination. So I don't, I don't want to put it above that. From a, But because we've let those things pass, you know, things like Roe versus Wade and things of this nature, you reap what you sow as a country, and now we have the reaping 
or this, uh, um, the reaping really coming in, the fruit of, of this wickedness really starting to manifest in a huge way. From a dictatorial, taking away of freedoms standpoint, this is the worst piece of legislation I think that has ever passed ever in America. So I wanted to preface that with, with that. So if you haven't heard of it, you'll get educated very quickly here. The so-called super congress that has been created with the debt ceiling vote will have the powers far beyond just controlling the nation's purse strings. Its authority will extend to target the Second Amendment, right to bear arms, eviscerating normal protections that prevent unconstitutional legislation from being fast-tracked into law. Under the debt deal, Obama now has taken control of America. And by forming the Super Super Congress, six House members and six Senate members and the President will decide behind closed doors new legislation and bring it to the floor and bring it to the floor with an up or down vote. All new wars and everything will be decided by him and the new 13 council members. He's going to be the 13th member of this council. Isn't that amazing? 13, the number of rebellion and wickedness. And he's going to be the 13th member. I can't imagine a better place for him to be, as far from a satanic standpoint. Now, we're going to, um, we're going to listen to a clip here that gets into some of this, because if, if this is the first time you're hearing this, and it may be, because a lot of people, I mean, I don't have cable or, or TV or anything like that. I get, essentially, all the news that I'm getting is, is coming from you know, the internet on selected sites that I'm checking, usually several times per day. And what I try to do is weave all of this together and then put in a lot of Bible verses and things that pertain to the Bible to reconcile the current events with um, the biblical end time, a lot of times prophecies, and and just reconciling it with the Bible. So we're going to go ahead and listen to this short clip on YouTube. And... um, We'll go from there. Okay, so we're going to roll this clip. This is from, uh, I think, Lyndon LaRouche's website. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I, I may make a blanket endorsement if I play a clip of, of somebody. But what we're doing is gleaning, okay? Whether that be gleaning from Alex Jones or whether it be from CNN or ABC or CBS or Lyndon LaRouche or different and various ministries, that's what we're doing. We're gleaning. Uh, so, just wanted to clarify that. And so, okay, we're going to roll this. And this trumpet, this little um, bugle, you'll hear at the start. That's me in the background. No, just kidding. Sorry. Sorry. Good morning. This is Hector Rivas with While You Were Sleeping. One matter remains. The only hope in averting a total Hitler fascist coup emanating from the backers of Barack Obama and Barack Obama himself is to enact Glass-Steagall right now. The final vote yesterday... I disagree. Our only hope is the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the First, and the Last. My hope is not in Glass-Steagall. Okay? Not to say that it wouldn't be a major improvement, but, again, we're coming from a secular standpoint, so bear that in mind. Turned out 174 from the Republicans and 95 Democrats voting in favor of Obama's Hitler coup, agreed upon at the White House Sunday meeting. 
the Hitler coup he's in reference to is the debt ceiling vote where they enacted the super the 13 member super congress the bill to authorize a supreme congress to act on and initiate an additional trillions worth of cuts whether the actual legislative body of the federal government approves of it or not those who voted in its favor those who consented to obama's will have earned themselves a rightful place in the defendant's chair of a modern-day Nuremberg trial. Stated last night and earlier this morning, Linda LaRouche voiced that this... Vo- Again, the Nuremberg trial was essentially where they took the Nazi war criminals and they were, you know, convicted of their Nazi war criminals. And So the, he's comparing what just happened in our Congress. And I think it's a... well. I don't want. I don't want to make light of that because you're you're dealing with the massive Holocaust of of Jews and other individuals. But again, that's a pretty strong comparison. Oh, it brings us that much closer to the imminent destruction of the United States. The people who voted for it have committed an act of treason on behalf of a foreign power, whether they knew it or not. Imbuing Nancy Pelosi's statement after turning to vote in its favor. It's revealed that certain members of Congress knew that they were signing on to bring about the death of the United States and the world at large, virtually at the point of a gun. To the press, Pelosi stated that the bill might be a Satan sandwich, but I will absolutely support it. Do you believe that? There's a quote right here in the video. You can watch it for yourself. The bill might be a Satan sandwich, but I will absolutely support it. Wow. I mean, that's coming from, like, the bride of Satan herself. I mean, coming from her, it really, you know, I'd listen to it. You know, she's, she knows a lot about Satan. So she serves. Following comments from Representative Emmanuel Cleaver, who voted against Obama's coup, who identified the president's debt deal as a sugar-coated Satan sent. So, Representative Emmanuel Cleaver then said it was a sugar-coated Satan sandwich. I've never heard the term Satan sandwich used ever, much less in by two different high-level political figures in the same day. But that's how they, that was their assessment of this bill, a Satan sandwich. Sandwich. The 264 congressmen who voted to support Obama's coup have committed an act of treason, whether they are conscious of it or not. If the implications of this vote are allowed to stand, and Obama is allowed to have his way, the total destruction of the United States will occur in very short order. By virtue of the mass of deaths of American citizens and others around the world, which will occur as a result, those who voted in support of Obama now find themselves with blood on their hands. And just as was said in the tribunals at Nuremberg, ignorance is no excuse, known or should have known. The support for this emergency decree, for Obama's enabling acts, is an act of treason, a criminal violation of the U.S. Constitution. This vote represents the nullification of every essential feature of our federal constitutional system, and the loss of the United States as a free and independent republic is now assured 
unless this president is called to account for this treasonous crime committed on behalf of the British monarch. The coup we warned you about is now here. The British Empire is out to eliminate any and all opposition to its power as the world financial system comes down. The, the, what they're saying there is that the angle that they're coming from is that the British monarchy has essentially owned America for a long, long time. And I've seen the research on that, and, and I can't disagree with it regarding that. Uh, not to say that... One, the one thing that I don't ever try to get my eyes off is that Satan's still at the, the top of the food chain and his fallen angels still controlling through the 13 families that rule the world. Rockefellers most likely being at the very top of the food chain that control different countries and politicians. But this is what they're in reference to when they talk about the British monarchy. Obama was planted in the White House with only one purpose, the destruction of the United States. He has blocked every effort to assert our sovereign constitutional right to protect our people in the face of the enemy. He has opposed the orderly reorganization of the gambling debts accrued by London and Wall Street. He has colluded with a foreign power to orchestrate an environment of terror to force through this fascist coup. He has formed an unconstitutional body in the form of a super-Congress to dictate fascist austerity against American citizens. He has eliminated the power of democratically elected representatives to challenge, debate, or amend these murderous cuts. And he has declared that the Congress has no option but to concede their legally mandated power to grant him and his chosen Committee of Twelve total and ultimate control over the lives and destinies of our people. And, last night, in an act of high treason, the Congress conceded to this dictatorship. Okay, so, again, you, you might want to go through, because they said a lot there, in that little 4 minute and 45 second clip, but I believe they really sum things up regarding... Now, we're going to get into some more specifics, but that's kind of like the foundation of this study on the Super Congress, a lot of what's already been said, so it will kind of bring you up to speed, hopefully very quickly. And suffice it to say, it, it, it is just, it's total insanity, what's going on. Going further, as the Huffington Post reported, the debt deal that has already been passed by the House and faces the Senate tomorrow, again, it's already passed though, will create an unconstitutional super congress that will be comprised of six Republicans and six Democrats and granted extraordinary new powers to quickly force legislation through both chambers. See, the thing is, is a lot of the draconian, malevolent pieces of legislation, although I've never seen so many, you know, since I started researching, you know, even in the past 10, 15 years, it's not been enough. See, it's never enough for Satan. You can't, it, Satan's like a fire. You can't ever feed that fire enough where it's going to be say, oh, I'm, I'm full. It's like, it's like a fire. You can't ever satisfy Satan. That's why, you know, if you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. Well, Collectively, America has given him 
an inch, way more than an inch, and now he's he's. It, it, it's just it's it's expanding. I mean, you would think, okay, you know, they're they're going to back off now. They they enacted this draconian. No, they're not. They're they're just going they're going to get more aggressive. And the more people do nothing, and the more people, well, I, I would say a lot of it has to do with prayer from the remnant as well. But again, ultimately, it's uh, the, the the draconian things are going to happen because the Bible predicts they will happen. So again, that's why. Jesus Christ said in the Garden of Gethsemane, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Not to say it's a lack of prayer of, you know, the remnant. It's just, to a certain extent, yes, this is going to happen. The Bible predicts it's going to happen. Um, but we can pray that individual people will get their eyes open, get saved, that the remnant's eyes get opened, and then they're able to actually Pray about these types of things. If they don't know about them, how are they going to ever pray about it? So let's go further here. Legislation decided by the Super Congress would be immune from amendment, and lawmakers would be only able to register an up or down vote, eliminating the ability of a filibuster. The Speaker of the House would effectively lose the power to prevent unpopular bills from making it to the House floor. So again, they're going to have, like, everything is going to be, like, on a greased skid now. Every draconian, malevolent piece of legislation is going to be essentially on a fast track now, with really nothing to stop it. Going further, it says, But far from being a committee, that would make recommendations concerning the debt ceiling. Um, The body is now to be granted even greater superpowers, according to multiple news reports and congressional aides with knowledge of the plan. Another thing that I'd like to say about this is there's been virtually nothing said about this from the wicked, corrupt, evil mass media. I mean, it was just mentioned in passing. Which, uh, you know, of course. They would rather have you focus in on you know, who won what ball game or what movie star is doing this or whatever other human interest story is out there. I mean, this should have been front page news if they were honest. And it still should be front page news. But it was barely mentioned and and that was, you know, maybe for a day or two. Not a whole lot was, was said about it. Well, they want to keep it under the radar. The Senate Majority Leader, Harry Reid, pulled no punches in making it plain that the Super Congress would have supreme authority. He said, quote, the Joint Committee, in the Joint Committee there are no constraints. No constraints. It's like a blank check. We can do whatever we want to do. Now, Reid said on the Senate floor, they can look at any program we have in government, any program, it has the ability to look at everything. And essentially do whatever it wants to do. That includes introducing laws to restrict the Second Amendment. And states a gun owner, uh, states a gun owner of America's bulletin, warning that the body would be a, quote, super highway for gun control legislation. Gun owner registration, bans on semi-automatic firearms, uh, adoption of a UN gun control treaty. All of these issues could very well be decided over the next 24 hours, states the GOA release. Well, obviously it didn't happen over the next 24 hours. They're not going to be that flagrant. They're going to push this through, let things die down a little bit, and then they're going to get cranked up. 
Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell echoed Reed's statement, asserting that the Super Congress was not was quote not a commission. This is a powerful joint committee. End of quote. The Obama administration has already indicated that it will take the deciding vote as the de facto thirteenth member of the Super Congress. So Obama's the de facto thirteenth member. Which would essentially be if you were split on the voting, the deciding vote. Uh, and do you think the Democrats are going to vote against him? They're going to hand pick their Democratic and most likely Rhino Republicans. Rhino Republicans are, are the Republicans that essentially, not true to, I guess you would call Republican principles, they tend to a lot of times vote the same way Democrats would. So even if the vote were split, you know the Democrats are going to vote with Obama, and he's going to be the deciding vote. So, there you have your dictatorship. As close, we are right now as close to a dictatorship as we have ever been ever in America. We, we, we essentially have it. It's just a matter of it getting fully cranked up and, and implemented at this point. I mean, he was, he was out of control before. I mean, he's a madman, essentially. Now, he's going to have no checks and balances at all. Let's go further. During his, his press briefing today, White House Press Secretary Jay Carney said that the government should work with the Super Congress to hike taxes in 2012 and beyond. Yeah, that's just what we need, more, more tax hikes. Oh, Barack Obama has already exercised his fetish for executive autonomy by launching the attack on Libya without congressional approval, which was treasonous bypassing Congress and having the EPA declare carbon dioxide as a pollutant. Carbon dioxide is what we breathe out when we exhale. It's what the plants need in order to breathe. They breathe carbon dioxide, put out oxygen. We breathe in, and of course not pure oxygen, but we breathe in oxygen and put out carbon dioxide. But they're saying because of the fossil fuels and all this other stuff. So the EPA to declare carbon dioxide as a pollutant, as well as the appointment of 10 state governors directly selected by him who will work with federal government to help advance the synchronization and integration of state and federal military activities in the United States. Now, if you hadn't heard about that, I think I covered that several months ago on these these 10 governors that they've enacted. They're getting themselves prepped and set up for when everything collapses so that all of this draconian legislation will be in place and they'll be able to implement the New World Order uh, much more smoothly. The administration's zeal to target the Second Amendment under the radar, as, the Obama, as Obama promised earlier this year, he actually, kind of off camera, but it was, it was a quote that was, was written down, he said that, that he's going he's to target the second radar under the radar. And there's even a, a link if you want to see where he said it, there's a link here uh, that you can click on. Again, this is a 50-page PDF for the August 7, 2011 on contendingfortruth.com. It'll be linked with every part of this teaching. I don't know how many parts there's going to be. But, um, yeah, he, he's already said he's going to target the Second Amendment. That's something they always do. Stalin, Mao Zedong, whoever you want to talk about, Karl Marx, I mean, 
All of them, they always target the guns. They do not want an armed citizenry. They want to be able to go in and just roll over you like a steamroller and, you know, with no chance of repercussions on the citizens' end. So let's go further. Um, he also manifest, it, it has also manifested itself in the form of an ATF harassment of gun owners who purchased two or more firearms, uh, which is already starting to happen in these border states, despite the fact that the law to mandate such a policy failed to pass. The establishment of a super congress will completely demolish the credibility and the authority of the system of elected representatives. It represents another final nail in the coffin of the American Republic and its replacement with an exec- executive dictatorship run by the political elite. Next article is entitled Super Congress, the Final Nail in the Coffin of Representative, representative Democracy and Freedom as We Know It. This is from the Madison Report. Cloaked in the fear surrounding the debt ceiling and the possible default is the most dangerous legislation that America has ever faced. The Super Congress will make the Patriot Act look like just fair, like a just and fair law. And the Patriot Act, again, was one of the horrific pieces of legislation that was passed after 9-11 because of 9-11. The most frightening aspect of this, quote, committee... uh, Okay, it says... Uh, will make the Patriot Act look like fair and just law when the when six Republicans and six Democrats and the President have complete control over the legislature. We need to be concerned. The most frightening aspect of this, quote, committee, inaccurate as a term as it may be, is the fact that lawmakers in Washington have already openly admitted the unprecedented power they will be afforded. Referring to the Super Congress as a committee is deceitful. Calling it a Supreme Council of Overlords would be much more accurate. The gun owners of America released a statement summarizing how the Super Congress could easily be used to wipe out our right to bear arms. As they outline, much of the unconstitutional gun control legislation has been killed in the House and the Senate through filibuster with the help of the Speaker of the House, John Boehner. However, if the Super Congress is passed into law, the crucial ability to filibuster will destroy all impediments and highly and highly restrictive laws like the United Nations Small Arms Treaties could be put into law. The United Nations has been chomping at the bit to enact this Small Arms Treaty over America. And I don't see what's stopping it now. I I see no more impediments other than if the Lord chooses to intervene. The larger question that looms over this entire issue is what can they not pass Unfortunately for everyone in America, and the world for that matter, the Super Congress would have literally no limitations whatsoever. Every single controversial bill that has been filibustered or voted out could be pushed through now. Let your imagination run wild. Although be warned, it likely won't lead anywhere pretty. If you live in the United States, please contact everyone you know and inform them about this issue. We need to build a massive grassroots movement that will inundate our representatives 24-7 with with a call to stop this. Uh, This was from John. He sent me a little email uh, regarding the Council of Thirteen now rising. He says, Glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Things are escalating at an alarming rate. The true reason this ruse occurred, meaning the Super Congress, was to create the United States Council of Thirteen. The Illuminati are organized globally into various councils of Thirteen. 
This is the rise of the Fourth Reich. You have heard of the rise of Hitler's Third Reich? Well, this is the Fourth Reich. This is what Hitler termed as the Fifth Root Race. The era of the perfect Aryan. And all those that are undesirable will be eliminated through various genocidal programs and depopulation and um, sterilization and things of this nature. That's related into this. Okay, there's not, you know, Fourth Reich, there's different aspects to it. There's, you know, um, economic, political, you know, religious, different things regarding it. And then he even gave a picture of the rise of the Fourth Reich by Jim Mars. Not to say that I agree with Jim Mars in his theology whatsoever, but he did write a book about it. And it says, the rise of the Fourth Reich, the secret societies that threaten to take over America, and really the world. And then what he did is he posted this, it's the basic Illuminati structure and its relation to cooperating satanic bodies. And it's essentially a pyramidal shape. And I've seen a lot of these over the years. It's hard for me to be very dogmatic about, oh yes, this is the only, this is the one that's truly right. Because I've seen many versions of the same pyramid. And I think there's probably multiple pyramids regarding different factions and functions of different things. And this gets into a whole bunch of you know, Skull and Bones leadership and Knights Templar and Master Witches and Sisters of Light and Mothers of Darkness and all these really, really high-level satanic groups on the satanic food chain. And it's a pyramid. With essentially Satan always being at the top. You know. Um, But it's... it's, I put it here so you can kind of have an idea of their hierarchy. And then a, a clip to John Todd, Ex-Illuminati, Council of 13 Members, and this is from recorded in the 1970s, if you want to listen to that. I, I would play it, but it's kind of long, and he only talks about the Council of 13 very briefly, so I'm not going to play it. But I am going to play a clip from this next uh, uh, video on YouTube. It's called The New World Order, The Illuminati Part 1. And again, I'm just gleaning, because this guy's not a Christian, but what he says here in this particular clip this, uh, it's a little over two minutes. I do believe it's accurate. And it does talk about Washington, D.C., the Vatican, and England. And remember we just talked, they were just talking about how England controls, you know, the England monarchy controls America and what's going on here. Well, this will kind of give you an idea of how that kind of interlocks if you're not aware of it. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this now. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and roll this little clip now. Posted it. Zionism, however, as I previously said, is merely one layer of the Illuminati onion which encompasses all manner of secret societies. Zionism is merely one part. You can think of Zionism as like the special ops division of the Illuminati, which in turn has offshoots such as the Mossad and CIA, organizations whose sole purpose is to undermine... So what he said was very important because I get a lot of people emailing me saying, accusing me of being a Zionist. Because I quote, a lot of times it's, it's the matter of what I quote about Israel in the Bible in the New Testament. Regarding they're still beloved for the Father's sake. And blindness is part, it's happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentile come in. A, a lot of people that have a preoccupation, many times it's with British Israeliism or Christian identity movement. 
they believe that Israel um, has been done away with, that, that God's done with, with the Jews, the literal bloodline of the Jews. I also don't go so far as to say just because you're a Jew, you're saved, like ethnic salvation, like John Hagee teaches. Okay, I, I try to be in the middle there with a balance. And a lot of people want to attribute everything to the Zionists. That's the, I'm like, no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Who's above the Zionists? We wrestle, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. <laughs> Isn't Satan at the top of the food chain? We can blame it on one group all we want. I'm not saying they're not a gigantic part of it. I'm not saying the Vatican's not a gigantic part. What about the UFO thing? What about the Ascended Masters? What about the Illuminati? You could go on and on and on. He says it's one layer of the onion. True, it's a major layer. No doubt. I'm not denying that. But to totally focus in, like a lot of people end up doing, they focus in just on Zionism. Or they focus in just on the Vatican. Or they focus in just on the Illuminati. Or they focus in just on the Ascended Masters, or the UFOs, or whatever. We need to look at the big picture. How does it all tie together? Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that not, needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And we're supposed to rightly divide truth, period. I mean, if we just say it's all the Vatican, or just all Zionism, aren't we compartmentalizing ourselves? This is what the government loves to do to its workers. You go in, if, if you work in like black ops, black operations, this real deep black budget stuff the government's involved with. A lot of times it's an underground base. They do the most horrific things you could possibly imagine. Well, one of the most common denominators I see regarding that movement is that people are compartmentalized. Meaning, they work on this one little thing in an underground base. They cannot talk to anyone outside that room. In fact, they're not even supposed to converse with people in the room. A lot of times they're bust into these places or flown into these places and they don't even know where they're at hardly. And they're given the bare minimal amount of information. They're compartmentalized. Well, when you just say, okay, it's just the Zionists or it's just the Vatican or it's just the Ascended Masters, or it's just the Illuminati, you're compartmentalizing yourself. I'm talking about, let's look at the big picture. They all play a part. Okay, so... Then there's a quote here by Satan himself, Henry Kissinger. It's not a matter of what is true that counts, but a matter of what is perceived to be true. See, that's the mass media that we just talked about. They're going to give you what they want you to believe, what they want your perception of truth to be. But you can't go to Satan and get truth. I'm not saying every single thing they ever put out is, is a lie. But a lot of it is, and a lot of it is leavened, and a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump, according to the Bible. It was said over and over again in the New Testament. Leaven is a type of sin. Um, Jesus Christ said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is their doctrine. They were giving out bad doctrine. They were adding to the word of God. So it can be bad doctrine, it can be a type of sin, it can be a type of iniquity. But when it's put into the news, and that's what you're going by every day, the mainstream media, whether it be the newspapers or magazines or TV or whatever, radio, 
And a lot of times it's not what they're telling you. Sometimes it's not what they're telling you. It's what they're not telling you. I've said that many times before. I've said that many times before about the 501c3 church. A lot of times you can go into a church and you're hearing, oh, essentially a pretty decent sermon. And if you stay in that church for a year or two or three or four or five, and you're going to hear essentially pretty good stuff, but it's what they're not ever telling you. Other things that are going to impact your life or are impacting your life that they're not informing you of. And I believe in today's day and age, we're all called to be watchmen to a certain extent. I mean, if you know truth and there's somebody that are that's perishing or being destroyed for lack of knowledge, then don't you kind of feel it's your duty to help that person out? Maybe that's why God puts you there, so you can reach out to that other person. That's why this ministry pretty much exists. Contendingfortruth.com We're trying to contend for the truth. If the watchmen see the sword coming to the city and warn not the people, then the blood of the people of that city will be on the watchmen's hands. But if you do warn the city and the wickedness come upon them, then the blood will not be required at the watchmen's hands. So there's a certain extent of fear of God that applies to being a watchman. And I just think in today's day and age, we're kind of all called to a certain extent to be a watchman. I mean, it's the greatest time of deception the world's ever known, bar none. And the truth's not being put out there. So, who is God to use? Well, if you know the truth, you know, you need to help other people out. Jesus Christ said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So, the the ultimate truth is the word of God, bar none. The, the King James Bible in the English-speaking language. Okay. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And I, don't, I just don't think that would apply just to biblical truth. I think it would apply to how are we being deceived? Are we being destroyed for lack of knowledge regarding uh, different areas of our life? I think if you yield to the word of God, in other words, he's going to show you the other things as well. He's going to show you other truth. You know, that's out there. Other ways you're being deceived. So let's go further with this video. Iron governments and create instability who control all global drug and human traffic trading and who also control all other terrorist organizations down the food chain, such as Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. Okay, what did he just say? He said, essentially, all governmental organizations, America in particular, control all of these other things. The international drug trade, international terrorist groups. Oh, now you're going too far. I mean, there's so many things you could look into that proves this, that proves what... I mean, our government, I saw a video, a mainstream video, where our government was guarding the the opium poppy fields in Afghanistan. With a justification that if we burn them down, they'll have no work. What? Yeah, they were guarding them. Military people. I played the video clip on here, or the audio for it. Mena, Arkansas, when Bill Clinton was was in office, they were flying, flying tons and tons and tons of cocaine and drugs via CIA aircraft in there. Just go up and, and, and I gave you the link to it not too long ago, the Clinton Chronicles. Or the rise of Bill Clinton, or whatever. Go watch it on on YouTube. Total proof! And then all the trail of dead bodies that surrounded Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. 
when he was governor of Arkansas, flying this, this stuff in by the ton. We're the ones, our government's the ones that have created the drug problem in this country. We're the ones that have been flying it in. Not we, but the government. Oh, and then they'll put out their, their little task force, their little governmental task force that'll take down local dealers that are probably cutting into their profit margins and, and act as though you know they deal with the very end product of drugs. Not to say it's the only source of how drugs are getting in here. Obviously it's not. But it's the main one. So the government goes in and they put on this dog and pony show of, okay, we've got the, you know, the ATF, the DEA, and all these other governmental organizations, and we're going to keep drug. There's this war on drugs and all this other stuff. I mean, look at what just happened with this Fast and Furious program that the government's openly admitted to. Where I, 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 they exchanged guns for cocaine or something of this nature with the Mexican drug cartels. They put the guns in the Mexican drug cartel's hands. And those same guns came and killed Border Patrol agents. They, they, they've already proven that. Well, in order to get information from the drug cartels, right. I mean, it goes on and on and on. It is so corrupt, so rogue, our government, right now. On so many different levels. And... Do you see any of this on the news at night? What I'm talking, maybe bits and pieces. Never the full story. Just a tiny bit. Enough for the Illuminati to say you've been warned, sheeple people. Because that's a tenet of the Kabbalah. Which is the essence of their religion. Of Luciferianism. Where you're supposed to give your victims some type of heads up or warning about their impending demise or how they're being deceived. In order for them to practice their religion in the way they see fit. And then they feel empowered when their victims feel powerless upon the thing that they've been warned about, upon their impending doom. It's kind of like a power trip for them. Going further. By the way, is an organization which is wholly invented and is nothing more than a database consisting of a list of names of Mujahideen trained in terrorism by the CIA in the late 1970s. The words Al-Qaeda literally translate to the database in Arabic. Do not make the mistake of thinking organizations like the CIA and Mossad are the good guys, because they are most definitely not. They are anything but. We created Al-Qaeda. We created Osama bin Laden. He was a CIA operative. It's, it's, I mean, we protected him. He was treated in American military hospitals overseas. He had Marfans and diabetes. He was dead a long, long time ago. You don't live from, from, um, what he had. Marfans and, and um, well, he was on kidney dialysis. You don't, I mean, that's a death sentence. And yet he just got killed recently, right. And then now the SEAL team goes down that supposedly killed him. If there was any truth to that, could it be that they were trying to cover up the supposed witnesses to what just happened? Think about it. If this supposed SEAL team, I believe it was SEAL Team 6, that just went down supposedly from a terrorist attack, and that's already been totally picked and blown apart from on the internet from what I'm seeing. I just can't cover all the stories. If there was any truth in that, okay, the whole team gets annihilated. And this is the same team that took down Osama bin Laden. 
Well, now you've eliminated all the witnesses that could ever be interviewed in the future. Huh, that's pretty convenient. They, you know, the motto of the Illuminati is order out of chaos. Let no good crisis go to waste. That's a direct quote from them. We need, we need to let no good crisis go to waste. So, not only did they get rid of all the witnesses that could ever talk in the future, now they've got their, their martyrs now where they can rally behind and send more troops over there. But now they've also created another crisis which, to which our government can then respond. Even though it's a very high likelihood they created it. Like they do most of these things. Let's go further. All the world is a stage and everything of importance that occurs on it is planned to happen that way. And it's through this Illuminati system of intertwining secret societies that the entire world is ultimately run. The vital control centers of this mechanism are the three Illuminati city-states, all of which are separate, self-governing states within host countries. The first is the City of London, which is a center for monetary control. The second is Washington's District of Columbia, which is the center for military control. And the third is Vatican City in Rome, which is the center for spiritual control. Each city-state is a completely separate, self-governed and sovereign state within an external sovereign country. Each has its own laws, its own news services, and its own infrastructure. Each pays no taxes to the sovereign country in which it is located, and each has its own flag. Each flag bears either the three stars, the three crowns, or the three dragons, signifying the three city-states. Each city-state also has its own obelisk, as the bloodlines that control the world can be clearly traced back to ancient Egypt. These are the three Illuminati control centers of the world, and it is from these three control centers that control over all aspects of the world is achieved. So, Okay, so that's all I'm going to play in that, but that was a really good synopsis of what the world government is truly about. I, I think that's a, 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 an accurate appraisal of what, um, regarding, you know, how to direct prayers, you know. A lot of people are, are not we're not familiar are not familiar with that three pronged structure that they had just talked about. The monetary control system being in um, London, and the Washington D.C. being the military control system, uh, and these are the three separate city states, and then the Vatican being the religious control system. Each as each as their own sovereign countries within a country that have their own set of rules, bylaws, and you know. So, if you weren't aware of that, now, now you are. And, and that's how the, uh, the world structure kind of works. Let's go further. Um, this article, this is an interview with Leonard LaRoche, who has called for the immediate jailing of Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke, Treasury Secretary Timothy Geithner, and President Barack Obama for their role in a massive theft of taxpayers' money. In the 2008 bailout of Wall Street in London and the ongoing pledge to continue the bailout of the hopelessly bankrupt European and Monetary Union and Wall Street. So that, that was just a, a kind of a clip from a, a paragraph that I took regarding that subject. Next article, opponents of the debt hike to be barred from the Super Congress. Now remember what I said, that they're going to just hand pick whoever they want to be in the Super Congress? Senators who voted against the debt ceiling hike will be barred 
from being on the panel of the Unconstitutional Super Congress as, Washington, as the Washington elite ensures all roadblocks to crippling tax increases and other planned assaults on the Constitution are totally removed. You talk about stacking the deck. According to the Weekly Standard, the Republican sources have confirmed that the likes of Rand Paul, Jim DeMint, and other fiscal conservatives will be d- dismissed as choices for the new super committee, partly as a punishment for their failure to back the debt hike, and most importantly to prevent any obstacles to the committee passing tax hikes and entitlement cuts. During his press briefing yesterday, White House Press Secretary Jay Carney said that the government should work with the Super Congress to hike taxes in 2012 and beyond, given the fact that the Super Congress is brazenly being established as a weapon with which to butcher what remains of the Constitution and the rule of law, it's hardly a surprise that Washington insiders have already moved to ensure that the few lawmakers in D.C. who appear who appear to be not completely corrupt and compromised have and w- um, will have no say on how it operates. They appear to be. I'm not saying that I trust any of them. You know, I don't believe you get to that level by chance, essentially. So, But a lot of them appear to be uncorrupt. Well, I don't believe that really either. Next article. Super Congress, a financial death panel that will help the banks loot and rape America. This is just from today. This just came out today. Uh, this is a quote by Napoleon. When a government is dependent upon the bankers for money, they, and not the leaders of the government, control the situation. Since the hand that gives is above the hand that takes, money has no motherland. Financiers are without patriotism and without decency. Their sole object is gain. End of quote. Well, he'd know a lot about that. Because the Rothschilds funded both sides of the war between Napoleon and England. Lord Balfour and Napoleon going against one another. The Rothschilds funded, the Rothschild brothers, the five Rothschild brothers, essentially funded both sides of that war. I remember a long time ago, uh, Doc Marquis, long time ago, sent me this video that he had recorded, and it was a really, really old movie that, Hollywood put out in like, I don't know, like the 30s? And it was about the Rothschilds. And about how they were brought up and, and they were in the Jewish ghetto, and I, I think it was England maybe, somewhere. And how on the deathbed of the the dad, he had the five brothers gather around and he said, you need to go to all four corners of Europe and set up banks. And what they ended up doing is 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 loaning out money. They did what their dad said to do, essentially. And they went out and loaned money to different factions and financed different sides of wars, and particularly the, the, this Napoleon against, you know, um, the England. And they were making money both ways. And the whole thing shows how they scammed uh, these, these different countries and that they, how the, these countries became indebted to the Rothschilds, and this is how they ended up ascending as the to the main echelon of the Illuminati. There's really no family that I know of that's more powerful than them, and it's been that way for a long, long time. 
Um, Thomas Jefferson said, quote, if the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their currency, which is what we have with the Federal Reserve, first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks and the cooperations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of all property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered, end of quote. That's where we're going right now. The private banks controlling the issue of currency, the Federal Reserve, that was formed in 1913, issuing, essentially printing money out of thin air, came off the gold standard in 1933, totally came off any silver in the coinage in, I believe, 1968. I believe there was like 40% silver and half dollars and silver dollars up to 1968. Nothing back in the money anymore. Not worth the paper it's printed on. Private banks to control the issue of currency, first by inflation, which is what we're, we're having, which is what we've had, and then deflation. They're going to devalue the, the dollar to the point where it's not going to be worth anything. It's really not worth anything now. When that all happens, and we're right on the cusp of that, the banks and the, and the corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of all property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. That's pretty much the future of America, the way the monetary system is set up. The power of life and death over what's left of the American economy and the millions of people who depend on social security checks now rests in the hands of 12 bought-off officials who will make up the new super congress. So this heavily relates to people that are dependent upon social security and also Medicare. And we're going to look at that right now. According to NPR, Paul Ryan, Eric Cantor, Harry Reid, and Mitch McConnell could be tapped to serve as the top destroyers of America, taking direct orders from the criminal bankers on Wall Street. The Super Congress will use dictatorial powers to bypass constitutional checks and balances and ram through a fascist agenda through the Congress under the flawed premise that they are bringing the fiscal house in order. What is not mentioned is that America's fiscal house was destroyed when Congress was bullied into handing over trillions of dollars to banks that committed fraud in September of 2008. The act of high treason was preceded by another act of high treason seven years earlier, when the Bush administration staged the false 9-11 attacks. Yes, you heard me say that correctly. Now, if you don't believe that, then I give you a link here entitled 9-11 Loose Change 2nd Edition. You can click on it. It's on page 9 of the PDF for August 7th, 2011. You can watch it. I've never seen anybody refute it, that's for sure. And then also another link I put out recently that's entitled Cheney Authorized the Pentagon Attack of 9-11. A video you can watch on that. Very easily verifiable, this stuff. Just totally suppressed in the mainstream, satanically bought-off news media. Sold their soul to Satan, you know, essentially. The attacks were used to justify a manufactured war on terrorism that has channeled trillions of dollars from the American people into a tiny oligarchy that controls the financial, military, and industrial complex. But that history is missing in the corporate media. Instead of informing the American people about the robbery and treason that has taken place, news anchors and reporters are spreading lies and disinformation that Social Security is an unfunded liability and needs to be cut in order for America to have a sound economic future. Unfunded? Well, what is it that, that people paid into all their lives to build up? It's a scam, is what it is. 
I, I kind of got to experience a little bit of this with my mom and my dad dying within a year of one another. And when my dad died, because he had not paid into Social Security as much as my mom had, she wouldn't give, they wouldn't give my mom, they gave my mom like, uh, it was like 150 bucks or something. Because he hadn't paid in as much as she had. She couldn't collect on his Social Security. So all that money he had paid in there went, reverted back to Satan. And then when my mom died, I, you know, I, I received like a $150 or something check. And that was it. They get to keep. I mean, my mom had worked like 40-some years or something, maybe more, paying into that system. And they get to keep it all. But to say it's unfunded is, is an absolute absurdity. And then I got this the other day, and it's called Elaborate Welfare Illegal Alien U.S. Housing Project, funded by your Social Security monies. I'll give you the link on here. You can click on it and watch it. It's on page 9 of the 50-page PDF that will be associated for uh, 8-7-2011. A listener writes, 200 trillion, no, 2 trillion, goes to foreigner housing every year out of our Social Security refugee pay budget. Uh, he went on Google and typed an elaborate welfare housing project in Tacoma, Washington. And it looks like it's for real. Send this video to everyone you know and write to your congressman. This is how our money that we work so hard to set aside for old age is now being given to illegal aliens. They're creating these gigantic, elaborate, really, really nice housing projects for illegal aliens all over America. And this is just one spot. And they're driving through this project. And it is gigantic. I mean, they're living, they're living way nicer than I am. I'll tell you that. And not to say that I'm envious. But I'm just saying, I mean, two-story, really, really, really nice houses. One after another after another with new cars in the driveways. If you are an illegal alien in this country, you get treated way, way, way better with way more many benefits than the American populace does. Why? Because they're trying to destroy the middle class of America. If they can destroy the middle class of America, which they're well on their way to doing and they are doing, then they create a super elite and a super low class that is totally dependent on Big Brother, which is their very goal. So, again, he says, this is our money that we work so hard to set aside for old age and is now being given to illegal aliens. I mean, my mom and dad collected on that for, I don't know, maybe a year, respectively, because my mom was like a year younger than my dad. All that money they paid in is just gone. Now, I know there's a lot more to this subject than what I'm just bringing up, okay? I'm sure that somebody could totally school me about, you know all of the ways the, 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 the funds have been raided. and I'm just saying this is an aspect of it. See why there's no Social Security left for those who have paid in all their working days. And I'll give you a link here. You can click on it. It's, it's just totally outrageous. 
The Peter J. Peterson Foundation is behind a billion-dollar propaganda campaign that is injecting these lies into the media to control the political discourse and help the financial parasites and oligarchs to loot Social Security and Medicare. Back in 2010, economist Dean Baker exposed Peterson's trickery and corruption, writing, quote, The media should be jumping on deficit hawks like Peterson, asking him why anyone should take him seriously now when he was so incredibly and disastrously wrong uh, about the economy just a few years ago. Unfortunately, Peterson doesn't get questions like that. He just gets praise for his willingness to try to take Social Security and Medicare away from retired workers. The problem is that Peterson has billions of dollars. To the national media and other actors in national policy debates, Peterson's wealth matters much more than whatever or not he is saying, if whatever or not he's saying makes sense. Who is Pete Peterson, and why does he want to kill Social Security? Peterson is a connected insider and a surrogate for the financial parasites that have occupied and looted America since the creation of the private Federal Reserve in 1913. Peterson served as the chairman of the Corrupt Council of Foreign Relations, the CFR, from 1985 to 2007. Wow, that's a pretty high-level Illuminati post following the chairmanship of David Rockefeller. He was also chairman of the Federal Reserve Bank. The, you know, the private monetary, the private bank that creates money out of thin air. He was chairman of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York from 2000 to 2004. And most importantly, of the Federal Reserve Banks. The most important of the Federal Reserve Banks. Peterson's aim are the aims of the global private banking cartels that want to get rid of Social Security net, destroy the American middle class, abolish nation states, and establish a new world authoritarian government that they will control. Many of the efforts Peterson funds focus on teaching young people. The message that Social Security is in trouble and will not be there for you when you get old unless it is, quote, fixed, and has been a key tenet of Peterson's campaign. Um whatever the 990 is, it indicates that in addition to financing the propaganda film IOUSA, it's a propaganda film, he spent over $1.1 million in MTV advertising. Why? Because he's targeting the young people. I've been told that this is a very compelling message to young staffers in the White House who support the concept of cutting benefits in order to, quote, save Social Security. If Pete Peterson, David Rockefeller, and other criminal financiers have their way, the American people's pensions will be looted along with the Americans, America's national infrastructure as soon as they are privatized and handed over to politically connected banks and corporations. See, again, Satan is never, ever satisfied. And as that ball, just think about this corruption in the New World Order and all this wickedness as a ball, okay, and let's say it was on the top of the mountain and it started, just say let's start it for argument's sake, it started rolling down the mountain in 1913 regarding the Federal Reserve System. I'm not saying it didn't go back, all the way back to ancient Babylon. Okay, but just say for argument's sake, for this example. Well, as that ball rose downhill, it picks up momentum. And the more it picks up momentum, let's say the more it gains weight, let's say it's rolling down like a snowball, gaining girth, mass, and momentum. The harder it is to slow down, and the more all-consuming it becomes. That's what we're dealing with. It's not going to get any better. I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ couldn't reverse it, but I just don't see a whole lot of Bible for that. So, just understand, this isn't something that's going to, you know, we're going to like turn around and everything's going to be, you know, 
roses and daisies, and, and this economy is going to make a recovery, it's not going to happen. They have not created all these crises and done all these things to devalue the dollar and, and to give all of our industry over to China and to do all the satanic things they've done to this country just to turn around and say, you know, we're, we're going to reverse all this and the country's going to make a great recovery. You know, property values are going to go up. We're going to bring all the jobs back to America. We're going to do. All, we're going to shut down all the things that we're doing to curse and defile the land, like shut down all the abortion clinics, shut down homosexuality, the you know, suppress the sodomites, you know, get the gays out of the military, stop the pornography. I mean, these are a lot of things that are bringing God's wrath on America to boot. It's not going to happen. So I'm just, you know, guide yourself accordingly. The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. That's what the Bible says. The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. doesn't mean we, we hide ourselves like fear of man. But we, we foresee the evil. The Bible says, go to the ant. Consider its ways. It storeth up its food in summer so that it have essentially plenty, plenty to eat in winter. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what essentially the Bible says. Hopefully you can foresee this evil coming. I mean, it's it's here. It's in our face. It's getting worse every time I do a teaching. I'm, I'm just absolutely amazed at, at all of the evil that is being perpetuated. Going further, the crooks in the Super Congress will try to sell the massive ripoff to the American people as financial sanity. Once the riots begin and martial law is declared, the Super Congress will take over and run Washington while the rest of the Congress will be told to go home for their own safety. Let me read this over again so you get the full concept. If Pete Peterson, David Rockefeller, and other criminal financiers have their way, the American people's pensions will be looted along with America's national infrastructure as soon as they are privatized and handed over to politically connected banks and corporations. The crooks in the super congress will try to sell the massive ripoff to the American people as financial sanity. Once the riots began and martial law is declared, the super congress will take over and run Washington, while the rest of the congress will be told to go home for their own safety. So in other words, it's just going to be the 13 devils up there at Capitol Hill with the rest of the Congress and the rest of the Senate to go home for their own safety. The media propaganda machine might say something like, quote, congressmen and senators are being threatened with assassination as protests increase in Washington, so their own safety, so for their own safety they have been sent back to their districts with security guards assigned to them. Meanwhile, the super Congress that was created back in August will stay behind to carry out their congressional duties. Oh, right. Can you see the bigger picture? It may not be evident now, but in six months or a year from now, we will see the real reasons why the Super Congress was created. Can you see the death and destruction that awaits America because of the treason that has been committed against the American people and the U.S. Constitution? The reason this new power grab by the Super Congress is so dangerous is because it represents the official end of constitutional government in the United States. Combine that combine the power of the Super Congress with the power of dictatorial executive orders that have been used by Bush and Obama, and what you get is an absolute destruction and dictatorship, um, destruction of freedom and dictatorship of the American Constitution and the rule of law. 
So I need to stop there because I'm way over for part one, and we're going to go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.